Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Bienvenidos a Soy Violento, Soy Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Ali. Y yo soy Dee. Y hoy Dee nos contará de un caso que sucedió en Las Cruces, New Mexico. The brand new baby brings so much joy and happiness to parents' lives. But at the tender age of five and a half months old, Brianna Lopez survived a horrific abuse for 153 days. Her case was documented as one of the worst cases of child abuse in Doña Ana County at the hands of those who meant to love her the most. This is a tragic case of baby Brianna Lopez. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. As a starter, I am going to warn you guys uh, about this case. This case is very tragic and it's very graphic on what happened to this child. And I just want you guys to know beforehand that if you do want to go ahead and listen to this case, you are more than welcome to, you know, listen to the rest of this episode. But if you are sensitive to any material involving sexual abuse and child abuse and you are easily triggered by this type of content i suggest that you probably skip this episode if you if you don't feel comfortable with that but um yeah so it's just a forewarning brianna lopez was born prematurely on valentine's day february 14th 2002 in las cruces new mexico to Stephanie Lopez and Andy Walters. He's also known as Andrew Walters, Andy for short. On the 9th of July 18th, 2002, Andy Walters got out of work and decided to go to their local liquor store to buy beers and, you know, relax at home with the rest of her of his family. During this time, Andrew actually lived in a trailer home with his mother, Patricia Walters, his uncle, Robert Walters, and he shared a room with Stephanie Lopez, which was his girlfriend at the time. 
and his son, Andy Jr., who was 18 months old, and Brianna, who was five and a half months old. And they also shared a room with Stephen Lopez, who was, who was Brianna's uncle and Stephanie's twin brother. According to the police report, Stephanie claimed that Andrew had came home and she drank one, two, three beers that night. She doesn't recall exactly how many, but that she ended up falling asleep at 10 p.m. Around 7.15 on July 19, 2002, Stephanie awoke to Brianna crying. Stephanie noticed that Brianna was heavily bruised and had asked Andy and Stephen about the bruises and what had happened. Andy claims that he was playing a little bit too rough with Brianna and that caused the bruises. Later that evening on July 19th. I'm sorry, an- playing too rough with a five and a half month old baby? You'll find out what That's that disturbing. Mm-hmm. On July 19th, a 911 call was made. And the caller actually said that the baby was unresponsive. She said that she had fallen off the high chair and that she stopped breathing. When paramedics arrived to the the Walters home, Stephanie was actually performing CPR on Brianna when the paramedics arrived. Brianna was rushed to the hospital and was pronounced dead at 11.10 a.m. An autopsy report found that Brianna was covered with bruises from head to toe. There were bite marks, broken bones, lacerations to her fingers, bleeding of the brain, and even had old and new signs of being raped. Stephanie, Andy, and Stephen were interrogated by the police to find out what happened that night. It is said that Andy came home on July 18th with beers. Stephanie said again that she drank one to three beers and fell asleep at 10. Andy continues saying that he began drinking beers with Steven later that night and began to play video games and ended up going to bed at 12.30. Court documents claim that while Andy and Steven began to play uh, video games, you know, they got bored or whatever, and they decided to play with Brianna. They ended up grabbing Brianna and started throwing her up in the ceiling. During this time, the baby would hit the ceiling, fracturing her head. And instead of catching her, they let her fall to the ground. So she repeatedly get, kept getting, yep. They kept, she kept getting head in the head when she hit the ceiling and her body kept hitting the floor, which hurt her body. During this time, they kept throwing Brianna back and forth between each other. And when they wouldn't catch her, she would fall again on the floor. As Brianna screamed and cried in agony, Stephanie claimed that she didn't hear a thing. Mind you, they also lived with Patricia, which is Brianna's grandmother, and Patricia's brother, Robert. And they also claimed they didn't hear a thing. Yet during this whole scenery, Mm -hmm. the only person that was seeing any of this happening was 18-month-old Andy Jr., the child know, literally like, saw the thing. I don't know si sabes like how como se de viven si está grande está chiquito hay poquitos cuartos uh, like according to like pictures that I have seen of mm-hmm. the trailer home it was a uh, like a rectangle shaped trailer mm-hmm. home so the back room the one on the left side of the room there was a bedroom 
then it was the kitchen living room space and then it was the uh, separate room so it was basically like a two-room situation patricia and robert were in the uh, opposite side of the trailer home and the other three adults and the children were on the opposite side of the trailer home so even if the space was quote-unquote big it was still a very compact living situation it wasn't Mm -hmm. big enough to muffle the cries and screams of a child yeah it's a it's a trailer so imagino que se se escucha más y i mean escuchar a un niño llorar no es de que lloren calladito especially if she's getting hurt ella va a estar llorando fuerte yeah yeah, of course. I mean, even I, who live in an apartment complex, can Escuchas, hear right? the baby that it, like that lives in like an apartment across Three doors the, down. like yeah. So I can hear yeah, them escucha. when I, when yeah. they cry. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me, it's like you cannot possibly not hear a child cry. Exactly. In the yeah. in the own in your own room. In your own. Let alone on the other side of the trailer. Andy admits that they were quote unquote playing rough with Brianna, throwing her to the ceiling and letting her fall. That was their form of playing with Brianna. Estupid well, es eso. Like, it is. I know que gente que, you know, you've seen those, right? Como tiran así, avientan a su bebé, pero los avientan, like... Light, Aquí, you know? Uh-huh, like, we're yeah. to the point where you can grab and, like, hold Exactamente. them. Exactamente. Not yeah, to you're the not, like, point throwing of them all throwing the way to the, the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah, that's yeah. just... That's dumb. No. Yeah. Y no una vez, sino que fueron varias veces. Like, there's no room she, for mistake. That's, she no. was five and a half months old. Oh, baby. And according to, like, autopsies made to Brianna, mm-hmm. they, she had fractures that were old. So imagine how many times this child had been playing, quote unquote, rough with for the last five months like it, it's impossible to to understand the amount of times that this child was abused by these people and for them to not do absolutely anything about it it's it's horrible yeah when police confronted andy and steven about the evidence on brianna about sexual abuse Andy became really upset and told detectives that they were, quote-unquote, not going to find any semen. He told authorities that he penetrated Brianna while changing her dirty diaper. According to court documents, it is said that Stephen proceeded to tell authorities that, based on the numerous amount of beers that he consumed that night, he could not remember starting any sexual acts with Brianna. But he remembers stopping because he realized that what he was doing was wrong. Sick man. According to other testimonies, it is said that Stephen actually, and this is, I, I still don't know if I want to include this part in the episode because it's too graphic, but um, I'll let you know. But uh-huh. according to a different testimony, it's said that Stephen actually wrapped a baby wipe on his finger and penetrated Brianna. And when he removed it, um, it had blood. Stephen denied that he had any sexual intercourse with Brianna. During his questioning, he said that he couldn't remember and he doesn't remember 
anything that happened. But according to other testimonies, it is said that there was actual evidence that Stephen did do some sexual assault to Brianna uh, during her short life. But there is no concrete, um, as of what I was looking through, there is no concrete um, signals of what he actually did to her. But it is true that he actually did commit sexual assault on Brianna. When police searched the home, they didn't find one photo of Brianna. They didn't find any toys. They didn't find any sort of existence of Brianna within that trailer home. There was no evidence of Brianna ever feeling loved or happiness during her short life. According to various various witnesses, the grandparents and other relatives knew that these three people abused a Brianna, but they ignored the abuse, and even they ignored even the fact that Andy and Stephen raped Brianna. Everyone saw the bruises on her body, but still remained silent. During the um, claiming of the body, when it came to the burial procedure of Brianna's body, no one came forward. No one of Brianna's extended family ever came forward to claim the body. So the community actually came together and arranged a funeral for Brianna. The clothes that Brianna wore at her funeral were donated by people in the community. And there is also a bonnet placed on her head to hide the bruises that she received. Nunca voy a poder entender por qué hay gente como esta que se convierte en padres. Yeah. It, it's tragic because there's also rumors that that when Stephanie became pregnant, that Andy actually thought that Stephanie had cheated on him and that's how he got pregnant with Brianna. But later there was a DNA test done on Brianna and it confirmed that it was Steven's daughter. But even then... That it was Andy's. Oh, yeah, that it was Andy's uh, daughter. Um, But for them, it still doesn't justify the fact that this child received so much abuse and neglect. And um, just because he thought it wasn't her daughter. Because according to... Like, I don't really know, but there's no sort of investigation done on the on, on the son so they they don't know I, I didn't find anything on record that said that the son was being abused or neglected it was mostly everything was mostly done on Brianna I'm hoping they investigate it I hope so too yeah according to autopsy Brianna received two skull fractures as well as broken ribs and her legs and her arms. She was also numerously bruised with 15 human bite marks on her face and throughout her body. Stephanie claimed that the bite marks actually came from her son, but the autopsy confirmed that the bite marks were made from a full-grown adult. And according to detectives, Andy sodomized Brianna with his finger plenty of times during changing her diapers and the day leading up to her murder. But however, it said that it was a usual thing, that it wasn't only, sadly, it wasn't only his finger that he used, but also foreign objects. In September of 2003, the jury of seven men and five women deliberated about nine hours before reaching a verdict. 
Stephanie Lopez, Andy Walters, and Stephen Lopez were convicted of murder for Brianna's death. Stephanie Lopez, who was 20 years old, was convicted of neglect, child abuse, resulting in death, and she was sentenced to 27 years in prison. However, due to Stephanie having no like major charges within this case, um, she was actually released out of prison. In 2017, Stephanie was released after serving less than half of her 27-year sentence. That's bullshit. Oh yeah. my god. She only served 13 years in prison and served two years in parole, which she later served in the Plainview, Texas area. The New Mexico Correction Department told La Cruz Sun News that, quote-unquote, good time does factor into her release. So based on her good behavior, she was released early from prison. I know. It doesn't surprise me at this point. It's just... It, it's it's shocking to know that she was released for good behavior. And like, I've, I've read like a few articles within the, like within searching this case and an inmate that was with her in prison told um, the... Um, the Los Cruces uh, Sun News that Stephanie actually became very religious during her time in prison. So she would always talk about God and praying and she, you know, they, within each other, she found friends in prison and, you know, she would go to prayers and stuff like that. And she eventually, um, I don't really know what it's called, but she even became a secretary within the um, jail, like the jail and um, they trusted her with because she was in good behavior. So, you know, I call bullshit on all that, but whatever. Yo por eso nunca podría, I mean, I can't say never, but no podría mm -hmm. trabajar en una prisión. Especially with just pedophiles or people like these individuals who have killed yeah. a child. I just, I couldn't, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be able to have empathy for them. I, I completely understand because in my head, I can never understand how people are so willing to hurt a child. In my head, I'm, I'm still baffled at the idea of why would you do such a thing to like to any child in general or a human being, but yeah. especially to a child, yeah. like a, a month, like five month old. No she, was, defender. she was five and a half. She wasn't even a year old. She couldn't even talk. And, like, these people tortured and murdered her. Dijiste que por días lo hicieron. According to documents, she lived 153 days. And out of those 153 days, she was somehow abused and tortured within each of those days that she lived within that house. There's ni, ni un día, una niña, nadie debería pasar por esto ni un día. Not even, no. it shouldn't even be happening at all. Not even for a minute. This is. This child this is suffered more than what people suffer in a lifetime. No like, le dio I will never understand that. No, they didn't even have pictures of her. They didn't have photos of her. They didn't have any sort of representation of no. her. And and what what haunts me to this day is that 
this woman this woman if you want to call her a woman but for me she's a monster oh yeah that when they told her if you know she wanted to say anything to her daughter during the time that they were um they had her at the hospital she just went in there and looked at her daughter didn't even cry or anything just covered her and said i'm sorry and then left the room Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You you carried this child. You gave birth to this child. And that's all you can do. It's insane to me. Completely insane. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew Andy Walters, who was then 22 years old, was convicted of intentional child abuse resulting in the death. Conspiracy to commit child abuse resulting in death. And first degree cr- criminal assault penetra- of penetration and two counts of child abuse. He was sentenced to 63 years in prison. On March 13th, 2009, Andrew was actually transferred away from New Mexico prison and he was put into Oregon Coffee Creek Correctional Facility. According to documents, this move was made for his own protection. Yeah. I had the same reaction. Ni sé ni qué decir con eso. Yeah. And I couldn't really find an article about this, but I did see a video, um, which I'm going to um, tag it below on the description of this um, podcast. Um, it's the only place that I actually found anything regarding this uh, rumor, I guess. But according to that specific video, Andrew is actually up for parole in 2025. Stop it. For good behavior. Stop it. Oh, so, my God. So there's, uh, there's also a petition going around um, on change.org hmm. to stop the, um, you know to at least try to do something to prevent from this monster to be let out. But, like this video said, there is no actual... There's nothing actually that we can do as a community. We can just hope that this petition does something. But, um, so far, nothing can be officially done. Who protected Brianna? ¿Quién la protegió? Yeah. Ni sus abuelos, nadie. Ni su propia ma- madre pudo hacer algo. She yeah. didn't want to. She, she covered didn't. for these two people. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know, my boyfriend and my brother killed my daughter during that 911 call, she said that she fell off of a high chair. Iloshi also, blames the little boy. Yeah. Bite marks. Come on. I completely forgot to say this, but when they confronted her about the um about the old bruises that Brianna had, she actually said that it was because she fell off the bed. Or and it's because of the way she, you know, she would fall asleep. So she didn't even admit to the fact that they caused these bruises, caused this abuse to 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 the daughter. She was just 
make, basically blaming it on Brianna for falling off the bed or for the way she slept. Instead of admitting that her boyfriend at the time and her brother actually caused these bruises to Brianna. It's baffling. Steven Lopez, who was then also 20 years old, was convicted of internal child abuse resulting in death, conspiracy of commit child abuse resulting in death, and first-degree criminal assault for penetration. He was sentenced to 57 years in prison. There is no... There's, <laughs> there's no, no inform there's no information on on like any sort of parole for him hmm. but again good behavior can can change that her paternal grandmother patricia walters and her uncle robert walter were found guilty of failure to report child abuse and were later sentenced to 60 days in jail. So that's what they get for not calling out their shitty family members. After Brianna's death, one of her grandparents actually had her buried in Doña, Doña Ana County. According to reports, Brianna's parents said that they didn't want a grave marked for her. So she was. She had no headstones in order to honor her death. However, resident Edgar Lopez told La Cruz, quote, It's been said that they don't want a gravestone, and it is placed here that they want to turn it down. They don't want anything to identi identify where the child was buried. If the parents don't allow us to do that, it is fine. But I can tell you, a memorial will be set up somewhere for this baby. It may not be her gravesite, but it will be uh, in honor of the community to give her a proper resting place. Esta niña no era nada para ellos. No. Nothing. No. They didn't. They didn't acknowledge her. The not even a proper burial site. Like how? How do these people exist? I have no idea. The oh, community man. members ended up finding Brianna's grave and leaving flowers and balloons and toys and signs in order to remember baby Brianna. Their family ended up removing all these things and placing a cage around Brianna's gravesite in order to prevent people from leaving anything um, on her grave. However, that didn't stop the community from showing Good. Brianna love. They continue to decorate the cage with toys and flowers and balloons and signs. Even community members went far enough to cutting open the cage and putting stuff inside the gravesite. Mm. The Remember Me Foundation was also hit deeply with Brianna's case and, de and dedicated a bench next to her gravesite that has a little bear that says in memory of Brianna Lopez. This was also the foundation's first project when it came to starting their foundation. Since the death of Brianna, a Facebook page was also made in order to honor Brianna. It is called Baby Brianna Birthday Celebration Committee. It is dedicated to keep baby Brianna Lopez's memory alive 
and to celebrate her birthday each year. The organi the or these organizations were focused on their mission to celebrate Brianna's life by remembering her birthday and educating the community in the horror of domestic violence and child abuse. Baby Brianna also inspired legislation to create a mandatory life sentence for parents, guardians, custodians, and, and the person who are in position of authority to convince the abuse of child's death. In 2005, the Senate Bill 166, also known, known as the Baby Brianna Bill, was officially signed into law by Governor Bill Richardson. The bill made child abuse, which results in death and first-degree felony in New Mexico, and is set to mandatory a minimum sentence of 30 years in prison. So it's not the biggest sentence, but it's a minimal sentence. So whatever felony these people do, they will at least receive 30-plus years in prison or any sort of child abuse or leading to chi a child's death. Brianna Lopez would have turned 18 years old on February 14th, 2020, and she would have turned 21 years old this year. Brianna survived a horrific abuse of 153 days before having her body give up, give up on her on July 2003. During the trial, Brianna's family members showed up to the prosecution and only showed photos of Brianna's post-mortem photos, telling the son that there was no photos of Brianna alive at all in the existence. Sadly, this is the only, there's only three or four photos of Brianna. One of them is an actual photo of her body, like her dead body. And somebody within the community actually photoshopped the bruises off of Brianna's face in order to show Brianna in, as a peaceful angel sleeping. A lot of the videos have come up recently talking about Brianna in, on TikTok with false accusations of different photos of Brianna or um, photos that they think would have been Brianna, but none of them are, are actually confirmed to be Brianna. It's sad to say that this baby deserved to be treated better and deserved to live a life better than she had. Yeah. But even if she, this baby sadly went through all this pain and abuse, she still is making a difference after death. She is helping children that are suffering from child abuse or who have died from child abuse. And... Sadly, she she passed away, but will never be forgotten. Thanks to the community. Exactly. And to a lot people of people just telling her story. A lot of a lot of people in the community actually say that the fact that the gravestone isn't there, it, it's a way for the family to basically erase Brianna from existence or from history. Es lo que quieren hacer. I mean, esta niña no la quisieron desde un principio. No. When you're a new parent, quieres tomarle fotos a tus hijos. Not even yeah. just as a new parent, just in general. Como, as a parent, estás tomándoles yeah. fotos y para que no tengan yeah. ninguna foto de ella. It's so it's, sad. It's, yeah. She wasn't wanted, unfortunately. She wasn't wanted by her actual family. Yeah, exactly. But she was wanted and loved by Por the whole community. Yeah. 
Desafortunadamente esta niña cayó en la familia equivocada. Yeah. ¿No han dicho nada de, um, de Andy Jr.? Like Not that I found any no. information. Um, according to uh, like different like articles that I have seen, they said that he was actually, I think, given to um, a, one of his great grandmother's sisters. So it's like a little bit far away from like his direct family. Yeah, but this same uh, great great grandmother aunt or whatever um is the one that came forward into court and talked about brianna and and um opened up about the the way that you know that there was somebody that actually loved her even if it okay. wasn't direct family so they my assumption is that andy jr was placed in their care ojalá ojalá estén una familia que que lo, que, lo, que lo cuidó, que lo cuida. Because he's in... Probably he's like, what, 22 right now? Yeah, um, he should be 22, 23. 22, 23, yeah. So I'm hoping yeah. that he grew into a family who loved him y lo cuidó. Yeah, exactly. Porque este um, pobre niño, aunque tuviera un año y medio, hay cosas que... Yeah. Que no se olvidan. Y él yeah. al crecer, escuchar la historia, mi pobre muchacho también. I completely just, understand. I'm just hoping he landed on the right hands. I, I so do I. Um, yeah, sadly, there's like not a lot of concrete articles written about Brianna's case. Most of the um, articles that I did find were from uh, Las Cruces uh, Sun News and um, from Angel's Place and from uh, a few other places. Um, but like I said, not a lot of things are written about Brianna and um, a lot of the TikToks that actually did bring light about Brianna's case um, some of them have inaccurate information um, but at least they're keeping her memory alive which is it's the most important thing Yeah, because the family tried to erase Brianna off of uh, any sort of history but you know The community in New Mexico and people who actually care about Brianna around the world are still trying to keep her memory alive. Hay gente que sí tiene corazón. Exactly. If you want to report a child abuse in the United States, you can call 1-800-422-4453. Again, that's 1-800-422-4453. 24453. If you want more information on how to report or how to identify child abuse, you can visit childwelfare.gov or visit missingkids.org. And that was a tragic case of Brianna Lopez, also known as Baby Brianna. And that was the case for this week. Um, It was definitely uh, a heavy case, and um, I had—I I remember listening to this case um, and hearing details about it, but not fully. And I was actually going to do a different case this week, but um, this case kept haunting me, uh, basically, and um, and I felt like it was—it was my not my duty, but but my way of forming some sort of memory and respect for Brianna. Ya tenías que hablar de ella, más porque la familia 
la yeah. quiere borrar de que ella existió. Y yeah. eso no está bien. Exactly. Y, and, y a las personas que le conté del caso, they actually told me that they never heard about the case. So I, uh, I felt like it was only right to talk about it. You know, just let people know about Brianna and, and sadly the tragic things that happened to her and how yeah. her case actually, you know, changed uh, legislation in New Mexico. And, and even though this poor, innocent baby went through so much torture, she is here helping other children who are suffering. I just hope that there's some way, somehow, these horrible monsters pay for what they did to this innocent baby. And, you know, it's it's just hard to, like, again, to wrap my head around these sort of cases because I can never understand how people can do such things to a little baby. Me neither. It's not right. It's just not right. Yeah. It just, it just isn't. But, uh, yeah, that was the case for this week. If you want to listen to the rest of the 73 episodes, um, you can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streamed. Just type in Servilitas on my cover podcast and we will be the first to pop up. Also, you could download the Latina Podcaster Network app and type in Servilitas on my cabro and you could find all of our episodes there. Please rate, review, and subscribe. That would be amazing. That would help us a lot. And, you know, it, it'll just help us with our rating overall. We would really appreciate it. And if you have any questions regarding this case or any of the previous cases, you can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and on TikTok as at SVSM underscore podcast. Or look for us on Facebook as Revolentos Magaro Podcast. The links to our socials will be tagged below. And yeah, uh, anything else? Anything that I'm forgetting? No, I think you covered everything. I'm yeah. still just trying to process this case. Oh, trust me, I get it. It, it took me a while, and I remember tossing and turning when I when I actually saw the video about this case, and I it was a little bit daunting to to realize and and to absorb everything that went on. So I I don't blame you. Is it pensar para que alguien llegue a ese punto donde abusa a un niño de esa forma? What type of shit did you go through? Yeah, obviously it doesn't justify. To hacerle daño a una persona, un bebé, a anyone. But like, what did you go through? Exactly. That's, that's, because we know that sexual abuse comes from your own sexual abuse. It's kind of like a little cycle that happens. Mm -hmm. And it's like when like, someone bullies someone, right? It's yeah. because they're going through something through at something. home or yeah. hay algo que hace esta persona actuar de esta forma no yeah. cualquier no una persona así like it's gonna just do it just to do this and yeah, there's something exactly. just there's something wrong there yeah and um it, it sucks it sucks that, that's it all does. I can say yeah. like I, I can, es que no hay más there, there's no words for no. it because it's it's so hard to just try to justify or try to make them human in any way because no child deserves this. Es que no son humanas estas personas. No. Familia, abusar de tu propia familia. It's like, no. You should not be doing this. It's not okay. No. 
Oh, I wish there was so much more I could say and just... Yeah. <sighs> but I'll just um, keep my words to myself. I know. I get it. Trust me. These people are monsters and I wouldn't blame yeah. you for um, being outspoken and say what you need to say about it. But again... Our this is for Brianna. Ranger. This is for her. The, yeah, this is yeah. episode is to remember her and to yeah. remember that people out there care about her and yeah. love her, even if they aren't family. They they will always remember her. And um, yeah, until next week. Yeah. See you guys next week. See you guys next week and enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye. Stay spooky.